0: Welcome to Rome. This is The Bittersweet Life with Katie Sewell and Tiffany Parks. Hello, this is The Bittersweet Life. I'm Katie Sewell.
1: I'm Tiffany Parks.
0: And it's time. It's officially time. Tiffany in Rome, Katie in Seattle. And here we are having to make our New Year's resolutions for 2023 and reviewing the resolutions that we made in 2022 to see if we actually accomplished them. Now, last week on Monday, you know that we replayed the episode where we made our resolutions so that we could all get caught up to speed. I have, however, pulled some of the like, little mini clips of some of the distinct promises that we make in that to see how we did. Mm-hmm. So Tiffany, what do you want to do first? Should We We might as well review how we did first. Yes,
1: definitely. We got a review.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. So the very first person to make a resolution in that show was Tiffany. So here is Tiffany's very first resolution from 2022.
1: My resolutions this year are very, be kinder to yourself. (laughs) Focus more on your own self-care. Take naps more often. Like, I feel like that's the kind of New Year's resolution that 2022 calls for. All right. What do you think? I mean, I was kind of tongue in cheek. I was kind of going like, I feel like the, the, the New Year's resolutions for 2022 should be for everybody, not just for me, but like for our whole consciousness, having lived through the pandemic, having lived through the aftermath. And I do have to say that I succeeded. If, you, if we can consider this a true resolution, I did succeed. I really feel like this year, you know, in 2022, I should say last year, I really did kind of take it easy. Mm -hmm. and I gave myself a lot of slack. I didn't put a lot of pressure on myself. I rested more than I generally do. I slept in more often. I, you know, I mean, obviously I worked and I did work towards my goals, but I didn't, I didn't put a lot of pressure on myself. So I guess I succeeded, but I don't know if I plan to do that. (laughs) I I mean, I said, I I said it, but I don't, I feel like this like in 2022, I made some resolutions, but I forgot about them like the day after New Year. Yeah. You
0: set the table maybe by saying it out loud on the show. Maybe, maybe. I wonder if that does work. But so yeah, I do think that I accomplished that. Resolution accomplished. Let's move on to okay. my first resolution. Let's take a listen. What I've decided to do, I would like to get on a horse. At some point this year. Okay. And ideally, be riding that horse at a fast gallop. Ooh. (laughs) So, I would say that I know... I feel like you did this. I know for certain that I never galloped on a horse, which I was pretty specific about. I know I was on a horse, but was that in 2022 or was that right before 2022? I think it might have been before so i'm gonna have to say that i failed at this Um, one
1: i feel like we did a horse episode relatively recently in the last year
0: we did feel like
1: we did you gotta give yourself a half a point half a point
0: but i can't remember if that horse episode was before i should have looked this up before we started if that horse episode (laughs) happened before the turn of the new year and it was my intention to go back and ride horses more with those people or if I maybe I made that episode to try to fulfill this resolution but either way I did not get the specific thing that I most said I wanted to do which was to gallop that horse across an expanse of land (laughs) and that (laughs) definitely definitely did not occur so I think we got to give that one the big buzz the big thumbs down Mm. all right Tiffany you are up next here is your second resolution
1: I can't remember if it was New Year's 2020 or 2021 that I said I wanted to read more. And I gave myself the pretty modest goal of 20 books in the year. Last year, 2021, I read 40 books. I want to at the minimum match that. Well, uh, yeah, I ended up setting myself an official goal of 50 books. And I read more than 60 books wow. in 2022. And yeah, I just...
0: That's incredible.
1: Yeah. I do count the books that I read to Aurelio, not the picture books. I don't count the picture books that like you can read in, you know, five minutes. But I do count... Yeah, chapter um, like books. Like Heidi, of course. you know, chapter books. I just kind of was in a reading frenzy this year. I could pretend like, oh, wow, look at me. I'm such an amazing reader. But really, that's not what it is. It's reading has become for me, my escape from reality. So I've had some disappointments career-wise in the past year, and I feel like reading just offers me that escape that for whatever reason, it's even more comforting to me than watching something. And I do watch shows, but I don't find it as fulfilling. And I just, I've found that I don't find a lot of things that I like. I'll maybe find like four shows in a year that I find worth watching four or five. And I just don't waste the time otherwise. And so for me, it's just a great way to escape and to forget about my problems and just go into a whole other world because there's nothing like reading a book for going into another world. And so I just, yeah, I just went crazy. And I read so many great books.
0: So this might be impossible given that you've read more than one book a week this past year, but did you have one that rises to maybe the number one book of the year?
1: Um, I did sort of keep track um, of some of my thoughts on these books. Well, in the Enchanted April, I mean, it was so such a pleasure to read. I don't know if it was the best book I read all year, but it was, I mean, it was like every single moment of it was just a delight. So there's that. And I loved Mrs. Palfrey at the Claremont. I just loved it. It was so great. I mean, I couldn't pick just one. I really couldn't pick just one. But The Women of Brewster Place was another one that I really love. It's tragic. It's so sad. It's it's one of the most devastating books I've ever read in my life. but so beautiful, too. Hmm. There's oh, – I can't even – I don't know. Maybe we'll have to do a whole bonus episode
0: or something about
1: – about books. Did we do that last year? Did we do like a kind of like a review of the books that we'd read? I think we did. I
0: think we did. And I I also keep track of the books I read every year. So I can can look back and see which ones I thought were the best and which ones I don't even remember reading because they were so totally forgettable. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So next resolution
1: is again from you. Let's take a listen. I would like to, uh, and I'm not going to give myself a particular Specific goal on this, but I would like to play the piano regularly. Mm. (laughs) I, (laughs) Uh, you know, it's funny. I've totally forgot that I made that resolution. Completely forgot about that. I have, in the past couple of weeks, started playing the piano. But I mean, you know, I'm talking about mid December. You know what it is? I really was starting to play some more interesting music. It's still very simple. Mm-hmm. but it's a little bit, you know, there's a little bit more to it. It's like the easy version of like a Bach fugue. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. a very easy, simple version, but it's got the two hands going at the same time. I've started practicing his music because we're now kind of like at the same level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty great. <laughs> um, more or less. Like, I mean, I could probably read music better than he can, but he can learn it better than like faster than I can and memorize it faster. And his teacher has been writing out his scales in his music notebook. She has him learn a new scale every week. Mm. And she writes out like, you know, the sharps and flats and etc. And I've started practicing them. I love knitting, as you know, and I find knitting to be like this sort of very meditative action where you have to concentrate a certain amount, but it's very manual. You don't really have to think about it that much. It's sort of your hands start to do it on their own. And I found that playing scales is like that as well. Mm. And it's it's really like therapeutic, I think, to play scales like that and just sort of let your mind wander and let your fingers magically do their thing. Mm -hmm. So I didn't succeed at this because I didn't play regularly, but I feel like I might do it next year. Okay. This year.
0: Okay. Yes. Yes. 2023. Uh, All right. (laughs) And finally, the last resolution
1: (laughs) of the... I'm giggling because I remember this one. I
0: know. Of the year... Which is, of course, me eating something. Let's Mm -hmm. take a listen. (laughs) Do you have a suggestion of a type of food that you would assume I have not ever tried that you think I should eat in
1: 2022? Have you ever had lardo di colonnato? I think that's the name of it. You can get it at the deli if you have an Italian deli. It comes in a big chunk, like you would get bacon, you know, and they would slice off the slices of bacon. It's like this big chunk of cured meat, but it's lard. Okay. It's literally just fat, and it's white. And what do I do with it? Just eat it? I think you put it maybe on a cracker. Okay, I'll try to find that. All right.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, of course, I did not do this. You didn't.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I thought for sure you would have easily done this. Like it would have taken you like a half a day, di- like, like an afternoon.
0: I know. And I feel like in the opening month of the year, I kept being like, oh yeah, I got to look for that. And then I just totally forgot about it. I still think right. I know where my most likely spot of finding it would be, but I still have no idea if they actually have it at that spot. <laughs> there's, a, there's a a there is an Italian kind of supply store I guess and deli in Pike Place Market in Seattle called Lombardi's and I always thought it must be there or that's my best chance mm-hmm. and yet
1: <laughs> and yet
0: I never asked I
1: never went to find or it or maybe you just are not that thrilled about the idea of eating solid fat <laughs> I mean <laughs> solid animal fat at that
0: I'm a I'm a big fan of uh fat and salt but yeah probably not as motivated. And, and and it's not as easy to accomplish as if I had promised to get something from a grocery store and eat it the next day. So I think it's a mixed yeah. bag. I think, uh, one, our, our resolutions were a little on the weaker side this year, especially mm-hmm. mine. And you accomplished some, and I I failed, mostly failed, on both of mine. So moving on, 2023 is here. Yep. Have you come up with a few things? I, I think I have mine.
1: Let's go back and forth. You go first.
0: Okay, I'll go first. So my my most immediate, and I don't know if this is a resolution or just a challenge that Derek and I have set out for 2023, but during the month of January, so as you hear this, this is already happening, supposedly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) Because we're recording this a little early. Right now, as you're hearing this, we might have already failed by now. But we are intending to not watch television for the entire month of January. Good. Yeah. Good one. We might like it. We have discussed, and it's still so early that we haven't sorted this out yet, we have discussed having one night, maybe on the weekend sometime, when we are allowed to watch a movie together during that month. But we have not sorted out the parameter for that. But the intention is no more watching television just willy-nilly during the month. Of
1: Does January. that include YouTube videos?
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. So that's the first for us
1: or for me. How about yourself? Well, first of all, I want to ask you a question on that follow-up. Okay. Is there a specific reason for that, that you've decided you want to do that? Or is it just like sort of to save time or to spend more time Talking, reading—I don't know. Yeah, I mean, games. I think it's like, all. There...
0: The, I think it's all the things. It's not like I—I I feel particularly myself. Like I don't feel like I watch an extreme amount of television already. It's not my favorite art form, but I will say that it does seem like too often we get in one of those modes at night where we're both tired and we just are sitting there searching for something to watch. And just sort of settling on something where you're like, I guess we could watch this, you know, that just feels like such a waste of time. So the idea with January is maybe maybe you go back to doing that come February or maybe you somehow in stopping doing that for a month, reset it and find other things that you like doing instead, especially on those nights when you're really tired and don't feel like doing much of anything when even reading is kind of hard. So we'll see. We'll
1: see. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Well, you might find because I mean, I mean, you're already a big reader, but like a lot of people are like, oh, you know, I wish I read more. My mom is off and on. Sometimes she's a big reader. Sometimes she goes in waves. A lot of people go in waves. I go in waves. I go in, I have like drought and, and famine, what do you call it? Feast and famine on reading. And what I found is that it's, it's really a habit. And if you are out of the habit, it feels like it takes effort. Even if it's something totally enjoyable that you want to read, it just feels like it takes more effort than sitting and watching a movie. But if you get into the habit of doing it, it starts to feel like watching a movie feels. It feels that relaxing and enjoyable. Yeah. It's it's crazy. Okay. All right. Okay. So my first resolution, my first resolution is about books again. Um, but I'm not going to give myself a real strict number goal this year. What I want to do this year, this is a two-part resolution it's it's one resolution but it has two purposes I want to read not all but a very large number of the collector's edition books that I have bought in the last year or two since I started collecting books I've made a list of 27 mm-hmm uh, but it's actually going to be 28 because I, I did buy, I slipped one more book in before the end of the year. I bought one more book before the end of the year. Okay. So it's it's about 28 books and a lot of them are hefty. A lot of them are high literature. Some of them are easier. Some of them are shorter. Some of them are like, you know, like a tale of two cities and Wuthering Heights, things that are going to take a good amount of effort and time. But I really want to make a huge dent in the, the books, the collector's edition books that I own that I haven't read.
0: Is there one that you find the most daunting when you
1: look at the list of 27? Well, Wuthering Heights has always, it's a book that I have tried, have started a couple of times and have never really been able to get into, but everyone says what a masterpiece it is. So I feel like I owe it to myself to read it, to at least make a more concerted effort. I have a maybe list that has some books that I find are even more daunting than Wuthering Heights, like Middlemarch, Swan's Way, which is Proust. Middlemarch could uh, take you all year. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that book I, is I so mean, big. Exa- so, exactly. big. Uh, so I've got like about 10 books on this maybe list because I don't want to give myself too crazy of a goal because I'd like to really make a. a concerted effort to do this. And then I have an absolutely no way am I even going to attempt it list. Uh, because I do have some books that you know, maybe someday I'll get to but I'm not worried about right now, like Moby Dick and War and Peace and Ulysses. I'm I'm not going there that those aren't even on the maybe list. So like I said, it's a it's a list of about 28 must reads. And then I have a bunch of children's books that are pretty decent, hefty children's books, like the Swiss Family Robinson and 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea that that's debatable, whether whether it's a kid's book. And those books I'd like to try to read with Aurelio, but obviously they count towards my list. So the idea is, Katie, and this is where it gets really hard the idea <laughs> is that I don't get to buy another book until I've done this. And so I don't get to buy any books in 2023. But then when I finish it, if I succeed in at minimum the 28 books on the must read list, then I can buy all the books I want.
0: (laughs) Okay, very nice. (laughs) I would like to challenge you, although maybe we'll forget about this challenge. So I'll just say it and then we'll completely forget about it until this time next year. But in 2024, I would like to challenge you to read only books that have come out in the last two years.
1: Oh my gosh!
0: All modern stuff, all stuff that's coming out in hey. twenty from twenty twenty two to through twenty twenty four. Let's say
1: all modern. Let dish. me tell you this: in twenty twenty two, I read a book that's coming out in twenty twenty three because I read Liam Callanan's new book because he asked me to give him a authenticity check mm-hmm. uh, because it takes place in Rome and that's coming out in March of twenty twenty three. So I actually one of my books is actually published after the year I read it.
0: (laughs) So there you go. Liam Callanan, former guest of ours and um, listener to the show. Uh, All right. So my second one is I'm going to make this a little bit more complicated for myself about the um, get it done in a day eating challenge. I am going to force myself to make brioche myself and eat it
1: brioche like a like a pastry
0: brioche it's like more of a from my understanding it's more of a french roll made with a lot of butter and a lot of eggs and i've heard that when it comes to french cooking it's not that hard to do we'll find out uh (laughs) but i figured yeah it'll be like a little cooking challenge uh but it will also be something i can accomplish in a day and and i i am sure probably sometime in the past i've eaten brioche but It's been a while. And so I figure this will be a good way to try it again. And hopefully see if I can pull off baking something because I'm not much of a baker. When it comes to baking, I bake cauliflower, you know, and eat it. (laughs) I don't make a lot of cakes or pies. You don't bake sweets. Okay. Yeah. If I can
1: give you a piece of advice, it would be buy yourself a oven thermometer stick it in your oven Mm -hmm. like a separate thermometer that's not part of your oven to make sure that your oven is the right temperature because a lot of ovens are off and that will cause problems in your baking
0: yes so i do have that so i'm ready i'm ready to go i'm ready to go okay all right good
1: that's exciting i want some brioche yeah
0: well i'll try to remember to take a picture of it when i actually do it (laughs) if i actually do
1: it which we'll find out you will You will.
0: so do you have a second one I only have um, three, by the way, this year.
1: I'm going to do three as well. Okay. I think three is a good number. Okay. So I feel like 2022 was up, was kind of a, about rest for me. Not that I didn't get any work done, but like I said, I gave myself sort of permission to rest. And I think I really needed it. And I didn't even realize how much I needed rest, you know, going off of all of the years of sleepless nights of when Aurelia was little. And you know all of the stress of the pandemic, and you know working two or three or more jobs and stuff like that. So I feel like I got caught up on my rest. <laughs> I feel like I'm good. Okay. Not that I won't be resting in the future, but I feel like you know, it is. An I don't need to focus need. on rest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I feel like I don't need to focus on rest. I feel like I, I was I was watching some video the other day, and they were saying, you know, you need three things in life: you need you need work, you need rest, and you need play as far as your, your own personal activity. And I feel like I definitely work enough. And now I feel like I'm resting enough. When I look at that triangle, the one that seems like it's missing in my life is play. Hmm. I don't feel like I do a lot of stuff just for fun, not nearly as much as what I do for work and what I do for rest. And I want to try to find a way. And I mean, I just kind of thought about this today. So I have no strategies yet, but I would like... To try to incorporate more playtime into my life. Okay,
0: I like and it, and
1: I don't know what that means yet. But I got to think about it, and I got to uh, I got to follow through on that because it's a very vague resolution. But I want I definitely want to be doing more things that are really just fun.
0: I like that. I feel like that would be a fun other episode of the show to do. Is just exploring ideas of play. We should maybe uh, do that as you're thinking about what that's actually going to mean in the new year. And of course, you listening, if you have any suggestions of what is super fun, let us know. Support for The Bittersweet Life comes from our listeners. Today, a big thank you goes out to Colleen in Edmonds and Kay in Baltimore. They both recently joined us as monthly supporters on patreon.com slash the bittersweet life podcast. And a wholehearted thanks also to Karen in Italy and Laura in Pittsburgh. Listener support is vital to this show. All of you should expect a very special handwritten note with some gifts in your mailbox soon with our great thanks. We so appreciate each listener donation that we receive. It is such a compliment. This last one is a biggie, but it is perhaps... The most important goal for me in the next year is that I am writing a fiction book, as you know, and I would really like to have an entire draft of it done in 2023. And I'd like to have it done by summer of 2023. I don't know if that's going to happen, but I'm not saying the full book is done, done, but that the whole thing is at least written in some form. It's drafted.
1: Yes. Right. By the end of 2023. I think you can totally pull that off.
0: I mean, if things continue as they are going, I think I can pull it off. But you never know what Great. walls are coming. So we'll find out. We'll find out.
1: You never know. You never know. But I, I have faith in you. I think you can do it.
0: Yeah. So that's my third. All right. How about you? What's your plan? um
1: Well, I mean, it's kind of similar. Uh, I, uh, I'm i working on a book as well. And I've had a lot of setbacks? interruptions, <laughs> setbacks, yeah, yeah. Uh, writer's block personal issues work issues everything in the world has been thrown at me i feel like this year so i would also like to finish that draft i've kind of gone through what i have a couple of times but i haven't i haven't finished like i don't have the ending like Mm -hmm. i just don't have that last act that's a problem so (laughs) i'm gonna i'm gonna go with you on this and say yeah, I want to finish that draft too. So we could have this like like a tandem. It's a draft off. goal. We could have. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, not a competition. More of like a like a you know you do they do buddy reads. Have you ever heard of this? Like you read a book together, mm. but instead of reading a book together, we're writing book. Uh, you know, e- we're each writing a book together. Okay, and we can encourage each other and keep each other on track. You know, make sure that we're all we're getting our hitting our goal. Well, I don't know whatever. It doesn't have to be like that. It doesn't have to be goal oriented, but you know, we could, we could kind of keep each other on track a little bit. Yeah, for sure. Be the cheerleaders at the very least. Absolutely. Um, I do have one, one other tiny kind of, it's, it's not really a resolution, but it's, it's a habit that I need to change. Okay. I need to use my phone less. This is me after I've, you know, got a brand new phone still in the box. Which if you really want to hear the behind
0: the scenes thing on that, you have to become a (laughs) Patreon bonus, uh, a Patreon supporter of the show because we did a fun bonus episode of your
1: reaction to that. (laughs) Yes. To getting my fancy, fancy new phone. Which is over I don't think I've ever had such a new phone. (laughs) I don't think I've ever had such a new phone. Although it's not technically the newest, but anyway, the point is I use my phone too much and I was cuddling with Aurelio last night, right before putting him to bed. And as we were, sort of just cuddling each other he said oh I wish you were my sister instead of my mother and I said why and he said because then you wouldn't have a phone
0: oh that's so interesting I
1: know I know and it's not the first time he said something about like mom get off your phone get off your phone look at me look at me or play with me don't be on your phone Mm. and um I'm not terrible about it. I'm not like the worst person about spending too much time on their phone, but I definitely do fall into that trap. And what I really do is I pick it up a lot when I don't have anything to look at. I didn't hear a notification buzz. I'm not like waiting for an important email. I just pick it up for no reason. And Mm. I'm like, okay, what am I going to look at? What am I going to choose to look at right now? And there's no reason for it. So Uh, Definitely an important tool, definitely something that I need and I'm not going to give up, but I want to cut back drastically on my use of it. And I specifically, um, in two circumstances, one, when I'm working, I want to have it in another room or across the room at the very least. And two, when I'm with Aurelio, when I'm playing with him, I want to really distance myself from it as much as I can.
0: Yeah, that's good. Another suggestion that I had heard some people I know are making just a statement for the year of like what they want to think about or focus on. And I don't know, I hope he doesn't mind me sharing this, but my father (laughs) usually has a theme for his year and I usually kind of make him a Christmas calendar for the following year that's around this theme. And usually it's a word or an intention. This year it's a phrase that's happy with myself. And so I made him a very funny calendar of this grackle doing all kinds of things. It was a pre-printed calendar of these birds, but I wrote on them so that the grackle's (laughs) constantly being like, you know what? I am still happy with myself, you know, the whole way through. (laughs) (laughs) The idea is is that it's not really a resolution. It's just that it's an intention. Mm -hmm. Maybe I don't know exactly what his intention is personally, but I could interpret it as like, rather than be critical or rather than think I always need to improve, this year I'm going to just be happier with who I actually am and move through the world being like, I'm happy with myself. So that's another idea to do.
1: Well, if I had an idea for this year, Katie, it would be something that you talk about a lot, which is living in the moment and experiencing what I'm experiencing when I'm experiencing it, not looking forward to the next thing and not thinking about the past and not thinking about something else that's going on in the next room, or on my phone, but being in that moment.
0: Yes. And I would add, don't forget to go see what the birds are doing. and <laughs> Especially the grackles. Especially the grackles if you have them in your area because they're such charming birds. All right. And we should leave it there and... Feel free to uh, write us, send us your resolutions, and send us your ideas of how to play. Maybe we'll use those in a future episode. You can always write to us at bittersweetlifepodcast at com. You can also find us on social media.
1: Yeah, we're on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Just search for the Bittersweet Life Podcast, and you will find us.
0: Yes, and if you wanted to hear that Patreon bonus episode of Tiffany, her amazing reaction... My and,
1: live reaction.
0: And live reaction when Claudio tricked her like you would not believe and <laughs> gave her something she was not expecting. You'll have to join us over on Patreon as a supporter of this show. You can find links in the show notes or at bittersweetlife.net. And until next time, this is The Bittersweet Life. I'm Katie Sewell. I'm Tiffany Parks. Join us again. Bye.